0: Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Go.
1: Good morning. Terry Wilson, he's going to throw!
2: Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs>
3: Victory, Kentucky! <laughs> like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She
1: probably smokes marijuana. Bad. Bad girl. They buggers f- is Buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron oh, no! Aaron! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting potheads what an adorable what an adorable bunch of people woodson from the gun play fake step it up he's throwing deep down the near
2: sideline
3: he's got johnson three, down, five,
2: touchdown kentucky
1: jesus rash get it together it's game day come on welcome to kentucky roll call with walker
2: and roush
3: Hello, everybody. Whoa. Let me fix that. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. It's November 8th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your hump day, wacky Wednesday morning. Hope everybody had a great Tuesday. I think I was asleep by nine, potentially. Very early night for me, Uh, but I did wake up in the middle of the night and catch up on all the fun basketball that was going on in the world. And, uh, scoots, we're going to have to talk about your particular basketball team. Do we have to team, Uh, but we'll get to that. Nick Roush, how are you on this Wednesday? I'm
1: doing well, doing well. Um, got my automobile back, knock on wood. It's, it's moving right now. Straight and arrow. So let's let's hope it just it stays that way. Okay. Yeah, that's it's, good to so hear. Let's hope it stays that way. Scoots, are you doing well this morning? I am. Yeah, I also went to bed fairly early. I was I was probably in
0: bed by about nine thirty. So yeah, I'm feeling good, nice and rested, ready to do some sports talk radio. Although if we can avoid the Hoosiers topic, that'd be great. Wait, but we're not. Whoa. I mean, we're not.
3: It, it, but like, you won. You,
0: you won. Yeah, I mean that's all fine and dandy. A win's a win, but there were. Oh, we can we can save it if you want. I'm I'm very frustrated.
3: We're going to talk about it. We'll talk about the night that was in college basketball. Uh, Scoots and I got to hang out for a little bit, not as long as we would have liked yesterday, but it still had a had a good time. We getting out and uh, enjoying that unbelievable weather. It's going to be in the 80s today, folks. It's in be the awesome. 80s today.
1: Yeah, there was a po- point yesterday where I was outside with the kids and. It's like, all right, I got to do shorts and t-shirt. I'm sweating over here. This is this is a lot.
3: Yeah, I probably need to text the wife and be like, dude, no, just shorts and a shirt for the kid today. Yeah, she'll always do like pants and long sleeve shirt because normally in the fall that's not a bad idea. Not today though. You don't nope. need you don't need any jacket. It, it, it is hot. It's already hot in the morning, seven oh seven a.m. and it is a little toasty outside. But I love it. Uh, made for a really nice day yesterday. It'll make for a nice day today, and. Roush, we're another day closer also to UK taking on Alabama in football. A pretty significant game that I feel like, I don't know if UK fans just don't feel like they have a chance in it, or there's a little bit of the basketball excitement for Monday and yesterday, so football's been pushed to the side a little bit, but I would expect that talk, both on KRC and just among UK fans, to really heat up starting today. Like, I don't. We. I think we start really kind of start talking ourselves I, into getting excited about Alabama for the weekend.
1: I. I. I mean, we can. I'm. I'm down right, to do Ralph it. Ralph
3: said no. Never mind, everybody. No, no.
1: But I. I just. I don't think people are going to like. I. I think people are going to keep their guards up until the game happens, and like hope that they're. Well, th- I, the I different think that's a little happens. different
3: than like attention towards the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just been quiet. Yeah. Well, but I don't. But it's only Wednesday. Yeah. You know, we only had Monday and Tuesday. So a lot going on. Game, you had a election basketball election game and election. Yeah. yeah, no, I yeah. totally get it. I just yeah. think you're going to start getting more attention on it today. You're right that I think people are going to, I don't think, come like Friday's show, we're saying we're beating Bama. Although I did predict it at the beginning of the season, although I thought that UK's passing attack would be a little bit more reliable. Although, Roush, it is starting to get better. It has looked better the last two games. Devin Leary has looked better the last two games. He's able to read again which is ginormous news, Oh. and we had a quote. Uh, we have an update on Devin Leary. Well, I'll go ahead and spoil it. You probably already saw it. Uh, he's going to play. He's, he's back. He's good to go, but we'll get into more of that analysis a little bit later on the show. We'll talk about IU's opening season win, honoring—who'd they honor last night, Scoots? Bill Garrett. Bill Garrett?
1: Yeah. Oh, who could forget the great Bill Garrett?
3: They, actually, I was listening to the game, the pregame show on my way home, and I didn't really know much about him, but what a what a stand up dude.
0: Yeah, broke the color barrier in the Big Ten.
3: In ni- do you know what year? Uh nineteen forty eight, wasn't it? I think it was forty seven. Oh, okay. I think they said it was the same year Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball. They honored him, Roush. That was pretty cool. I guess you'll have a training facility named after him in, in Bloomington as well. There's
0: a field house, although I don't really that's far away from Assembly Hall. So oh, gotcha. that's like that's deep on campus somewhere.
3: Okay. Is Assembly Hall not deep on campus? Uh,
0: Assembly Hall is actually north of campus.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Not overly familiar with IU's campus. But uh, that was pretty cool, and I guess the Big Ten also had, like, a law or a rule saying, no, African-Americans can join our conference, and IU just said, eh, we're going to do it anyway. It was
0: the funny stat that they put up last night during the game was, so they signed him, or they, they got him to come to Indiana, and he promptly led Indiana in scoring and rebounding for his first three seasons. Like, you think coaches back then were looking around like, why didn't we do this earlier? These guys are pretty good.
3: <laughs> what do you mean by these guys? Well. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Four more years of Andy Bashir, Nick Roush.
1: Four more beers. Four more beers. Yeah, I didn't see the um the final results, but when when Andy was winning some rural counties, it was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, tough.
3: You, we knew very early on yeah. that he was winning. Just and even some of the counties that like, he was losing, I think he ended up winning twenty seven counties, which was, uh, I think, similar to what he did against Bevin, maybe a, a couple more.
1: There was one county that it was a twenty four percent difference from Bevin to Cameron.
3: Yeah, when you saw that those numbers, it was yeah. like, all right, that's, yeah. that's that's it's it's not. Pal County not was go
1: one where Bashir won by one, and you're like, Pal County, what? And also they only had. Three thousand people vote in Powell County. You got more people in Powell County, right?
3: I don't know how many people are in Powell County.
1: Beautiful but County, it's uh, Shout out up, Red River Gorge. It's
3: gonna end up Bashir's gonna end up getting fewer votes than he got in nineteen, which is shocking to me. If you would have told me he got fewer votes, I would have been like, he's definitely losing. Uh, I would have thought more people would have came out and voted. And Kentucky's just weird, dude. I I, I thought about like getting into like a, a a long rant about this. I'm not going to. So. Uh, whether that's good news or bad news for folks. I'm not going to. But Kentucky's a weird state. It was a red sweep dramatically everywhere else, Roush. You had, in some parts, people flipping the likes of 100, almost 100,000 votes between like people voting for Republicans every step of the way except for governor. There was almost 100,000 people, probably closer 70,000 or 80,000 people, that would vote Republican everything else except for governor. That's that's wild to me. I, that, I,
1: make, that makes sense though, because they because how many times do you know the other people? Like they know the go- like they know Andy Bashir.
3: But would you? But uh, fair enough. You know, I, like I you don't that, really know. I think that's totally true. S- ball.
1: So is it was uh, a ball. Allison. Allison. Allison Ball. Uh, yeah, Sam ball. Or is Kimberly Yeah. They, so I mean, like you don't know those others, so you say I'm a Republican, but you know what? I like this guy Andy who ran for governor, so I'm gonna he, he did a good job. I'll vote for him. You know, like that. Sure. that out. I
3: I get it. But I I do think there'd be a little bit more of like, well, he, I like him and I am voting for him and he's a Democrat. Maybe I'll vote for Democrats elsewhere. And then this is always crazy to me. And I'm I'm not like saying any sort of like election fraud or anything like that. But you also had close to like 50,000 ballots that only voted for the governor. Like they didn't even put in another ticket, which uh, route like 50,000 though, 50,000 people that are just doing one and then just turning it in. Yeah, I don't... Like, I could imagine 10,000.
1: I don't know. Like, that, that's thats the question. Should you vote for other races if you're ignorant on them?
3: Well, a lot of people could say that people are ignorant on all races.
1: Yeah, because, like, I, I i do that. I don't... Like, Judge, I'm just like, oh, well, I saw... They, they raised a lot of money. Judge, they put what a lot I'll of signs up.
3: I'll be like, what signs are they with? Like, are they with, you know, politicians that I don't like? Like, in yard signs? Like, are they yeah. with other politicians that I do like? And I try to make a mental note of that. But you're right. There, there's definitely been times that I've voted for a judge that I'm like, I've got no clue. Yeah. Somebody's just getting a free vote. here. And, and you're, you're right that that can happen in ballots.
1: So, like, I, I guess that, that people are probably just like, well, I don't know anybody else. I'll so do governor.
3: And then another. And again, uh, uh, Andy Bashir was was voted one of the most popular governors in Kentucky over the past two years. It's not crazy that he won, but just some of the numbers stuff is wild to me. Uh, Michael Adams got 90,000 more votes than Andy Bashir did.
1: Yeah, I, I can see why. People.
3: Russell Col- Coleman got like almost like 60,000, 70,000 more votes than him. It's just like these other races, the winners got significantly more votes. And that's to say that, like, obviously, the Bashir race was a little bit closer. Five-point win for Bashir is definitely more than I thought he would have win by. I thought this race would have been within three points one way or another. So it was a bigger win than, than I think people would have predicted. Um, and then you just look at the other numbers in some of the other races, it's wild. My only political take on this, uh, I've, got, I've got two, but I'm only going to probably do the one is that I I do sincerely, and I wish Bashir the best, him doing well for Kentucky means well for for all of us. We are, as much as I got annoyed him saying it, we are in this together, and I I wish him a successful second term. But I do also wish that there's not another pandemic, and I really hope nobody has to say goodbye to a loved one through a glass screen uh, and see the look on their face, whether they were with it or not with it, of being scared and not having anybody there to hold their hand or hug them or love them. Uh, And power just went out briefly here at the studio, but I think we're back on and rolling. Scoots, are we on air? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Maybe it was just in here.
0: You're frozen. Well, now you're good. (laughs) No, it went out. It blinked in here, too. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, That was the worst thing probably that's ever, like, happened in my life, just having to have the last moment with a loved one through a glass screen, all for the disguise of protecting people for covid I don't need government to tell, play mommy and daddy for me. That was absolutely horrible. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, having to have your final goodbye with a loved one that way. And tens of thousands of people had to do that because of policies that were just nonsensical, in my opinion. So I hope nobody ever has to do that again. Hope that uh, hopefully we don't have a pandemic and we don't even have to worry about that sort of thing. It happened about
1: once every hundred years. So I think we're think we're going to be good yeah um,
3: i just wasn't happy with the way he handled it once in hundred yeah. years. so I don't know. that's where i stand there's was, was
1: a lot of people who you know we didn't know what we were doing for most of that but fair enough i, I, under, I understand being upset about that yeah
3: not an excuse to say you didn't know what you're doing in my opinion i mean just compassion like having a heart letting people say bye to loved ones
0: man i don't miss his daily briefings i that
3: i don't miss a government official telling me what i can and can't do every day uh as if like that people thought that that was cute and funny i just don't like, what a what a sense of entitlement and privilege we have as Americans to think that, like, a government official telling us fun little, can't go there, got to shut that down, was cute and funsy. Uh, but, Roush, you know how I feel about all that stuff.
1: N- no, tell us more.
3: The only <laughs> other th- political thing, Republicans, you're going to keep losing big-time races because of the pro-life, pro-choice stuff. Uh, you can be the most passionate person on one side of the aisle with that. Uh, unfortunately for Republicans, you're on the losing side of that and the, they, they're they eventually going to have to decide, like, do you want to keep losing elections because of that, or do you not?
1: I thought they were winning because of that.
3: They are losing because of that. Hmm. Huh. Roe versus Wade, which was such overblown. All it did was gave the powers back to the state, but every Democrat in the state was like, you're going to never be able to get an abortion again unless you vote this way. So they're winning everywhere.
1: Yeah, that was why Mitch was, uh, he always liked having that card, McConnell. Like that was a great way to, you know, that was a great political card that he used for a while. Which uh, one? Like to have to get the the to flip it on the other side, right? Like vote for us because we're going to be pro life, right? Like, th- like the, the 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 script was flipped on the other way when it was when abortions were illegal, or you know what I mean? Well,
3: no, I, I well the thing is is like when it was a Supreme Court decision, it was just a non-starter. It was basically like, Well, in the state level, nothing we can do about it. It's a federal law. It's the Supreme Court. This is what we're dealt with. This is it when they overturned it, it went back a to the topic So it became a political topic in a race. Yeah, where it couldn't be yeah. a political topic because it well, was,
1: I think it was. it little bit of a little bit of a little even was, if, even like Running for office, say they're going to do things, but, like, they don't have the power to do them even that's, if they that's win. That's fair. Which, um, but I, m- my big takeaway is, uh, like, Damon Thayer, do we have to go on and say, like, I'm not going to work with our governor that they just voted for? Like, that's a little, that's, can you do your, just. It's not a good sign. I mean, it's not, I don't know
3: if you consider that being a good leader necessarily, but his point is that, like, for four years, Bashir did not work with us. So why, am all of a sudden, do we think he's going to work with us? He's not going to. Yeah, that's his point, just so you're saying. I, I, so you know.
1: I know, but he's it's kind of like a, all right, Damon, we know what you're going to do, but it's kind of a sore loser response. I agree with that. That it's like, all right, well, we're going to take our ball and go home. I
3: think a better leadership position was would be to say, over the past four years, he didn't show desire to work with us. We will be here ready to work with him. And, that's, and I think a lot
1: of it is just like, they'll say that he didn't work with him. He'll say that they didn't work with him. Sure. And, And really, it just comes down to hey, let's just do some, let's do a a good job for Kentucky. We don't have to just start playing sides. Let's do a good job for Kentucky. We deserve it. We earn it. I'd like to give our friends in Ohio a salute. This is a great, great ad. I don't know the final resolution. I need to look at it. But pro uh, choice one up there, by the way, too. They were looking for uh, marijuana regulations. They were going to regulate it like alcohol. They were voting for it. Mm -hmm. And it says, Michigan caught. They stole our signals, and they're taking our tax dollars. <laughs> so it's got a flag on the play, and they're like, hey, th- first they stole our signals. Now they're stealing all our revenue from uh, marijuana because people are driving north to get it in Michigan. So vote yes on marijuana in Ohio. So we need to see. Did uh, It won. It did win?
3: I'm fairly certain it won.
1: Wow. But
3: huge day for our friends in northern Kentucky. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, and
3: I'll, I'll say this, that like, you know, um, it's Andy Bashir, I know, is pro recreational marijuana if he was being honest with it. But the more that tax dollars leave the state of Kentucky, like the, the more border states that get it, better for us. Like it means it's just mm-hmm. knocking on the door here at Kentucky. Yep. And so, congrats to Ohio. Uh, very happy for the fine folks of Ohio. Uh, if you can have a beer, you should be able to have a blunt. A texter. Remember if you text in, in the first segment, we'll read it on air. Could always be worse scoots. You could be Vanderbilt. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into the basketball Ooh. night in oh, segment. Oh gosh, two. that this morning's morning pleasantries was
1: political talk, so it wasn't <laughs> really that pleasant, a lot of people. Well, that's why wonder. we're we're you know, it's changing up. Yesterday we had a ghost on the show. <laughs> which um, I got rave reviews, by the way. I heard A lot of, heard a heard of friends were, well. were big fans of the ghost that got <laughs> in our <laughs> line.
3: Uh, we left Mike a, a love note here at the studio. He wrote back. Oh. Mike Rutherford wrote back, uh, which is exciting. We wrote him, hey, Mike, congrats on the big win over UMBC. Have a great show. Love, KRC. He responded back, although you don't know if that was me, Mike, for what it was worth. But he did say, hey, Tej." So he's specifically writing to me, fellas. Which one of us has the worst handwriting? Hugs and kisses, Mike, parentheses, not Trevor. <laughs> so we got to write him something back, leave something for Ooh, the Rutherford
1: Let me see, me see who does have the worst handwriting.
0: I think it's probably Mike, no? Uh,
3: it's probably me. But i messed up one. I, I wasn't like paying attention, messed up one letter. Not, not
1: looks not a the, little worse they than this.
3: But I've got horrible
1: handwriting.
0: They look eerily similar. Yeah, they do write similar. For sure.
1: And it's also one of those things that when I find myself writing, I'm like, when was the last time you wrote something?
3: I write all the time. My little reports have to write all the, you know. You have my, to write them into my, a form my, instead my, of typing? Well, no, but, like, when I'm doing my inspection, I've got to write, like, this house was brick. It mm-hmm. had vinyl windows. It had a roof. Oh. You know, just got to write that. So I, I do get my fair. You don't do chicken scratch when you're doing an interview? I guess you got the computer.
1: No, and the, they got this. So you know how we always wanted – uh a software that would transcribe our interviews. Mm-hmm. They got one of those now. Yeah, you they told us about it. To, you yeah. said it's pretty good, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it does good enough. It does good enough. Um, so, um,
3: A texter says, the Republicans nominated the wrong candidate. Well, there's a system for that. Um, I don't think any of the other people would have won. I mean, Kelly Craft, no yeah. chance. Oh, no, would've yeah. She, she had no city. chance.
1: D- I think Daniel Cameron's biggest problem was that he had a way to set himself apart as a centrist Republican, a black Republican, right? Like he could have done a lot to galvanize. He could he could have done a lot for the city of a little, little bit. I think the same way that people made Bashir non-qualifiers, the same way that Cameron was just like, I'm taking the cop side no matter what in the Breonna Taylor issue. And so like, I, you know, I, I know there's a lot of gray area there, um, but I, I, I do think that that was what really hurt him um, because he couldn't win his own home county. Like, that's – you got to win your home turf if you're running for governor. Okay. And I know that it's different if you're in the city of Louisville and you're a Republican. But still, mm-hmm. I, I think that did kind of hurt him. And, um, yeah, yeah. And also, did any of his, like, fights with Bashir, did he get any big wins? They know legally like he probably yeah, got a couple, but he, like they
3: did, and they lost some too. I mean, yeah, when you're AG, you do a lot of that stuff. Right, some of it political, some of it actually trying to get stuff done. Um, I my biggest issue with Cameron, I just I don't. I don't, know if, was, I, I don't know if it was an experience. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, you just were going up an incumbent governor. That's part of a political dynasty in Kentucky. Has uh, they have outraised you? They outfunded you? They they were on TVs more. And I just – I don't know if any – I think the only other candidate that could have made things semi-interesting would have been Quarles, but he wasn't going to win the nominee. And then if Michael Adams would have wanted to run for governor – He's
1: smart to wait till next cycle. And I yeah. think he's going to, yeah. and I
3: hope he does. I yeah. hope Michael Adams after Bashir is, is our next governor. I hope we've got four years, and again, we wish Bashir the best. A texter says, if you're still upset about COVID action policies, you're just a dweeb. I'd say that, too, if for two years I was just wrong about everything that I said. And then when it came out that I was wrong about everything I said, I would just say move on from it. Move the past to the past. That's what I would say, too. Another texter says, Bashir and Thayer did work together. That's how we legalized marijuana and sports betting. Well, we don't have legalized marijuana. Bashir just kind of broke some rules on that. Uh, but that was kind of a nothing burger when it's all said and done. I think in Kentucky, you just can't get in trouble if you have pot on Like in Louisville, didn't you can't they, get in trouble if you have pot on you. Didn't they pass medical? I think you can like have medical. They don't sell it in Kentucky. No. But, but you, I think you can have medical marijuana on you from a legalized state. And,
1: and also, the city of Louisville is non-criminalized.
3: Yeah. Another texter says, how was that not a foul on the takeaway before the U L game-winning
1: field goal? Uh, it, was, it was It was absolutely a fact. Yeah, refs just didn't really feel like it was a hilarious final like end. minute.
3: And I think we summed it up perfectly yesterday. It was a hilarious final uh, sequence of basketball. And also, it was UofL at home in an empty arena playing UMBC. And the score was like 94 to 93. I mean, it was electric. It was a great opening night of college basketball. And we need to talk about 2025 medical marijuana, says one texter. Okay, thanks. hmm you have to get a card that didn't uh, one show I think we went through like the reasons that you could get a card and boy were they flexible
1: yeah but like it doesn't matter because you can't purchase it in Kentucky like, you have to go somewhere else and ha- and possess it, it, it it's a lot of hoops mm-hmm. a lot of hoops to jump through yeah all
3: right we got to talk some basketball we're going to take our first break but remember start your day at a Thornton's get yourself some coffee Yep. An energy drink, fresh fruit, whatever yep. you may need. They're going to have for you.
1: I'm, I'm excited, too. We've got more in the uh, Michigan sign ceiling st- scandal. That's just gold. And like we said, a big update on Devin Leary, too.
3: All right. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports
1: okay. Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We've
3: got the two most dingus humans in the world as my co-host. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. You can be better if you purchase some Shady Rays. Get the holiday shopping out of the way. Buy five or ten pairs of Shady Rays, and then you'll have them. You'll say, you know what, if you're going to some holiday party or Secret Santa or Dirty Santa or whatever gift you're playing, you're like, oh, man, I don't have anything. Boom, a pair of Shady Rays will be huge. They're great to have just one if you... Need a gift at the last minute, you'll have them and they come beautifully wrapped and they're a great gift and people are going to love them. And then if you end up not needing to give them as a gift, boom, you keep them for yourself. Shady Rays for 2024. Go ahead and go to shadyrays.com and do not forget the promo code Big X for 40% off. Get your holiday shopping done early, get it out of the way, and save a lot of money with the promo code Big X at checkout at shadyrays.com. Scoots, you're one and zero.
1: One and zero, baby. No, ugly one and zero. I think. I mean, Dunk City. They they dunk it.
3: I think I used eight of their final fifteen points came from the free throw line. Down eight though, or down six was it? Mm-hmm. What, that, with the ten minutes to play.
0: Yeah, down six. You came I, back uh... and then you took the lead. I was able to get Indiana minus one and a half at that spot of the game. So that was one positive that came from the night. But, yeah, overall, just uh, there was way too much of that game where I was sitting on my couch thinking, man, we look a whole lot like Louisville here. Just didn't really understand what was going on. Our defense was awful. Perimeter defense, under Mike Woodson, it's always been an issue. But I figured with the influx of talent coming in this year, maybe that can be corrected. It is not. It is not. If you want to beat Indiana, just shoot threes. And, and you're going to get lucky. You'll probably make three or four of them that you shouldn't. But you're going to get a hell of a lot of open looks. And that's what Indiana has got to correct moving forward. It was so frustrating last night.
1: I mean, but it, it, were they getting easy drives to the rim, though?
0: No, but it's like Indiana my whole entire life, no matter who the coach is, they will jump on every single <laughs> shot fake. Every single shot fake they jump at, and Uh, that it just leaves them susceptible to give guys open shots, and it it that's why we're never any good. And I was really hopeful for this year, but I just I do not think this team's going to be very good. And most of that revolves around McKenzie and Baco. That dude stinks. Whoa!
1: Wow! Already throwing him the the baby out with the bathwater. Dude stinks.
0: I mean, defensively he is not. We got nothing from him defensively last night. Even offensively there was nothing from Mbako. I think he had maybe four points six at the most would you say that maybe your team Taco Bell now I, I did think it was funny after the first or was it the second media timeout? the first commercial was Taco Bell that gave me a nice <laughs> little laugh but no I even I was yelling at my tv last night and, and Gil can attest to this I was like give this man some Taco Bell go get him a chaloop or something he needs something he was he was awful
3: Played the fewest minutes from the starters by 13 minutes. I don't so even think. I don't every even, other starter played at least 31 minutes. He played 18.
0: I don't even remember seeing him in the second half.
3: Wasn't in foul trouble either.
0: No, because he stinks. Gabe Cups was way better oh my than McKenzie Mbako last night. Yesterday,
3: Scoot said that Gabe Cups is him and Reed Shepard are interchangeable.
0: No, I did not. Yeah, you did. I said that Gabe Cups will be Indiana's Reed Shepard. I did not say thus, they were interchangeable. It's interchangeable. Reed Shepard, a way better player than Gabe Cups. But Gabe Cups will do the same thing for Indiana that Reed Shepard will do for Kentucky.
3: How many Cups can IU have over the years? Enough with the Cups. Have they yeah, had another num- numerous? Numerous? Ha- didn't you have another Cup? I don't,
0: I don't I don't. think we've ever had a Cups.
3: I think you did. Who was, they were saying You're thinking
0: a Cooper Cup.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, for the, same, <laughs> for the Rams. No, they, for they Rams. were
3: saying all the players you all had lost last year. Which it actually is. IU is replacing. That is a lot
1: to replace. Yeah.
3: Uh, one of the players they said that you were replacing was a cop. Oh, Miller Cop.
1: Cop. Yeah.
3: N- yeah, cop, cops. <laughs> Newt started with an S, though.
1: I 69
3: Sixty nine, sixty three win for the Hoosiers over Florida Gulf Coast I, yesterday. I
1: will agree with you. I felt like all of Tom Crean's teams just would fall for every pup fake and – then the team would get to the rim and get an easy layup.
0: Ralph, that's not just Tom Crean. That was Archie Miller. It's Mike Woodson. It was freaking Kelvin Sampson when he was here.
3: Bobby Knight. His team's probably fell for shot fakes.
1: Man, it's
0: ridiculous.
3: It's one of the biggest sports what if. if. If text messages aren't illegal and Kelvin Sampson stays at IU, mm-hmm. he, he, he wins big there, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen, though. And he's off to Houston, and he's built them into uh, a power, and – uh, IU has been IU over I've the years. I've had no fun ever since. Rick Pitino, they get a win over St. John, 16-point win, 90-74. to 74. Well, They are St. John's over Stony Brook's. Uh, what's that name of that little like Cracker Jack uh, arena they play in? Car- Karnuski, I think. Karnuski. Yeah. Uh, place was rocking. Place was rocking. Looks it. like a high school gym. Kind of weird seeing Rick Pitino in such a little small gym. I know he was just at Iona. But – I think the games at the Garden are going to feel more like Rook Pitino's back in big-time college basketball. Oh yeah, so I'll have to wait a little bit before then.
0: Do you all know Stony Brook's mascot?
3: Stony Brook—they're uh, like a—they're Kentucky played them in the tournament in sixteen. They're like a wolf for uh, Stony Brook. Stony's—I'm Ston, going to know it once you say. Any it. guess, Ralph?
0: It's
3: like a dog or something.
0: Bear. You're all over it, TJ. They
3: are the Sea Wolves. The Sea Wolves. I knew it was something unique too. It's fun. A sea wolf? It is a sea wolf. So I, when I said wolf, I was right there, a wolf, but it was a sea wolf. Oh. Sea sea wolves, multiple. Ed Cooley, his debut at Georgetown was successful. They beat LeMoyne. LeMoyne once beat uh, Jim Beheim in Syracuse way back when. And besides that, uh, no other games I really cared about except Vandy losing. Is Brad Calipari on the hot seat? That, yes or no? That's a great yes. question.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: yes. Texter brings it up later. We'll we'll get into that. But, yeah, he's on the hot seat.
3: Uh, Got to get him out of here. That's a terrible loss for Vanderbilt. You remember as they beat Kentucky twice late in the season last year, uh, they were right there on the bubble, but just too many bad early season losses. So, what does Stackhouse do to start the year? Bad early season I mean, loss.
1: Presbyterian sub 300. And they, they hadn't won. They didn't win a game this entire calendar year. Um, wolf. Starting, you know. Entire 2023. They hadn't uh, beaten a major power team since Auburn in 2011. 2011. For this what isn't...
3: it's worth, they were without uh, – Bandy was without three key players still.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say, Manion's the only one – the only name I see that's familiar, but I thought they brought more guys back.
3: They've got that Lawrence guy still there who's really good.
1: Oh, Tyron Lawrence? Yeah. He, I, mean, I feel like Stackhouse, if he – so, Stackhouse is notorious for being kind of a jerk. Um, he has burners um, that, that just go after people, go after players. I If he could figure out how to have relationships with players and to be able to – because he's always got, like, two good guys. And he, it feels like he's always one or two away, but then he runs them off before they can have a chance. Because they had a pretty good guy last year who transferred out. That, who was their stretch four that could shoot threes pretty well?
3: Didn't he go to LSU or something? Yeah, Ended yeah. Up not doing I, I, great. I don't I, remember.
1: But you know, like they, it feels like there's always something there. And he's actually the way that they run sets and get guys open. I think he's a good coach. But I, I don't know if it's just being the uber competitor or being a jerk or what it is. But if he could figure out the player relationship part, I think he'd be all right. But I mean, going on burners and dogging guys, like I can't imagine what he's doing. When he's not on his, like when he's just talking to them, you know? Like it's yeah. it's got to be a miserable experience to play for him. So, uh, and it's got to be miserable to lose to Presbyterian. Can you name the Presbyterian mascot, TJ?
3: No, quit, everybody. good. I, I can't either.
1: The blue hose. The, what? What? Spell that blue extra space hose.
3: H O E S
1: or? H O S E. What? It's a weird mascot.
3: That is a weird mascot.
1: I don't. I, Not the blue hoses, the blue hose. W- yeah. Um, why, what's the, What's a blue hose? It began in the early 1900s when sports writers referred to the Presbyterian teams as the blue stockings because of the blue socks or hose they wore. Uh,
3: that's unfortunate.
1: So instead of blue socks. Unfor-
3: the- that's an unfortunate nickname that didn't age well over the years. No. That's tough.
1: They're named after blue pantyhose.
3: But they're number one in their conference. I thought, it might, know? Number I thought one it might be like
1: goose or something. No, no. Blue. Or, gosh. Presbyterian. Uh, another
3: Canada. texter in the first segments that we'd like to try to read. In 2025, medical marijuana will be in 2025. Well, I guess they were probably doing voice attacks. In 2025, medical marijuana will be legal in the state of Kentucky. It'll be legal to purchase and sell medical marijuana. Thank you for correcting us. Wrong. Legislative passed medical last year. Doesn't go into effect till January.
1: Ah, so we were just wrong. We were wrong. Well, we well, forgot. People forget. We, we, we are wrong pretty often on this show. That's true. Um, oh, one game we didn't mention. Uh, Auburn blew, uh, blew it against Baylor. They, they were they're they up uh, eight at half and lost by six. Yeah,
3: I think uh, maybe it was an 11-0 run or something from Baylor. I was not awake, but I did see everything in the middle of the night. Yeah, not, uh, not a – I think if you're an Auburn fan, you're like, okay, we should still be pretty good this season. But you did blow one there. Uh, there's no denying that. And then get to know college basketball fans, Jacoby Walter, who I had mistakenly, as a recruit, thought he was Jacoby Walker. And I was like, oh, what a cool last name. Jacoby Walter. Uh, he will be one of the best freshmen in basketball. He plays for Baylor. He is awesome. Really, really good. Twenty-eight uh, points last night. Kentucky kind of sniffed around for a little bit, um, but Texas kid was going four stay seven home. from
1: free, from three. Yeah, he's six foot five. Yeah, yeah, he's three. really good. Yeah. He's
3: really good. You'll you'll be hearing more about him.
1: They uh, still have uh, nice
3: win for Baylor over Auburn.
1: Chomichowawa too. People forget him. Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt last year, right at the end of the year. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Roush, it's accurate that the Cats are going to have Devin Leary on Saturday. It seemed like UK wanted to kind of skirt the concussion conversation as much as they could.
1: So, you're welcome, everybody.
3: So, it is what it is. Let's hope that – I don't think that they would put him out there if they really were truly worried about his health. Um, And I'm sure Devin Leary is in full control of saying no, if he wants to say no. He's going to play. Sounds like he's healthy enough to play. That's all great news.
1: Yeah, and – I think Stoops initially wanted to play the skepticism game, but when everybody's worried about a head injury, I, th- I think you're right, TJ. They just wanted to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, good. I didn't... Because that's also going to make talking about Alabama coming to town much easier, much easier to get excited. If yeah. we would have had to play the stupid... Well, is he going to play? Is he not? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much... Didn't want to do it. I mean, Alabama was going to prepare for Leary to be playing regardless. Is their game plan? Is their defensive game plan going to change if Kyle Sharon's a quarterback? No, No. if
3: you were Alabama, you'd be like, we're preparing for this dude because if we if it ends up being somebody else, who cares? Yeah. Like, I promise you, everything we've got under the umbrella with this guy is gonna remain in place. Yeah, I agree with you. Secondly, I wonder if Kentucky was just like I doubt it because it was Alabama, but I wonder how much of it was like we need to just let it be known that. For the folks coming to the game, it's going to be Devin Leary under center. We don't need to do like the what if in case people sell their tickets, to Alabama fans or aren't as excited. Let's. You're right. I think that just announcing it and letting it be known that he's going to be the quarterback was a smart move from UK. Gets more excitement. Hopefully, more blue butts in the seats because Alabama is going to obviously have a ton of fans there.
1: Yeah. No. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, they travel not as many well. As
3: Georgia, but probably similar.
1: Yeah, um and you know they don't get to do it as regularly. Uh I think the last trip here was that 2016, 17. So 17? I think it was 17. To UK? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't remember that one. Yeah, they cuz they it was a Keen on Saturday cuz I I did the double dip for that game. A hmm. L- little bit of bofa. Uh um, I know they came very
3: early in the stoops era.
1: But um yeah, so I, I expect a decent turnout there. Uh, what do we actually expect from Devin Leary when he is back? I I don't know. You know, part of, you know, we heard it from Mark Stoops on Monday. We didn't get really to really talk about it yesterday. He's ticked off about the offensive line play. And, you know, that 3-3-5 defense does make things confusing at times. But he's like, this was stuff that we rep all the time. We should not be getting gashed and getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And it's now you're seeing kind of a thing where you're like, hey, um, we haven't been able to run the ball in a couple weeks. Tennessee, they just sold out to do it. We should have been able to run the ball against Mississippi State. I I don't know how effective Kentucky's going to be able to run the football against Alabama. I I think they'll be able to. But I, I just I, I don't know what the mindset is That's there task. for Kevin Seale because the reason why the passing game works so well you saw Cole Kubrick break down the film on during the Mississippi State broadcast is like Tennessee was just selling out to stop Ray Davis so Leary kind of picked him apart over the top. Mm-hmm. Alabama doesn't do that, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they tried. I know it, that Kentucky's yeah. offense looked at its best against Tennessee, but. Alabama has the guys in the secondary to actually cover him. Kool-Aid McKinstry, awesome. Potential All-American. Kale Downs, awesome five-star freshman. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what they'll be able to do. I think where they can really create, make things difficult, is that their front four is awesome. And Dallas Turner, uh, their outside linebacker, the guy who hit Jaden Daniels, he has one of the highest pressure rates in the SEC. So, I'm not sure if they're going to sell out to stop the run, but if you can have some semblance of a running game, that's where the That's where that's where the offense fell short by Saturday. Is that Mississippi State just could tee off because Kentucky on oh Leary because they couldn't run the ball at all. So it was obvious passing situations, and Leary was kind of a sitting duck who had to just slip and slide and get away. Um, he didn't for most of the night until he ended up getting hurt. So uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not really sure what to expect from this Kentucky offense. How Alabama is going to defend them on Saturday, but. I just I find a hard time seeing them scoring points if Ray Davis isn't able to effectively run the football. Now, now the second leading rusher in the SEC. So somebody's caught him. We need to get him back in mm-hmm. first. He's got nine oh eight. Um, need to need to get him over that thousand yard threshold. And hell, if he has a couple more big games, he could have one of the best single season rushing seasons in UK history in a potential All American campaign. Gotta get him back on on track though. Got to have some, Tall task some good rushing against performances. Alabama. And
3: it does seem like their secondary, if there's a way to attack this defense, it seems like maybe through the secondary is, is better. But you're going to have to be multidimensional. You're going to have to be able to get some, some yards on the ground. It's going to have to be a near-perfect day for UK to get the win. Not perfect, but probably near-perfect. I think A-minus at minimum, anything less than an A, is not going to get the job done on Saturday against Kentucky. Good to have Devin Leary back. I do think that, you know, come Saturday it's going to be a good atmosphere. This beautiful warm weather is going to move out. It's still going to be – it's going to be all right, but probably going to be in, like, the upper 40s, low 50s.
1: uh, Last I saw it was, like, 58 and sunny. So, if you're on the sunny side of the stadium, it's going to feel like the 60s. It'll be really nice. Yeah, Um, it'll be good.
3: You you could have a lot worse in mid-November at this point.
1: I'll argue against – I I wanted to double-check, but, yeah, Alabama's 24th against the pass and sixtieth against the run.
3: All right, so you gotta get through the run then.
1: Yeah. But they're just they have a great success rate regardless. Like they're the Taliban is good. Yeah. You're gonna have to be an A. Yeah. They're very good. Um and they haven't been to Lexington in ten years.
3: Twenty thirteen. It was Stoop's first year.
1: Yeah, at least the 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 one it was uh, how, how do we feel begin about Kentucky against a running quarterback? Are we because they did a great job with Mike Wright, but I, I think I try to – I tend to lean that Kentucky's problems with Joe Milton were more the tempo and the overall offensive operation, not Joe Milton being really good, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, I, Milrow isn't as terrifying as some of the other quarterbacks we've played, but watching Nick Saban's press conference the other day, his whole message is, yeah, that was the the best game we've played to this point, but there's no time for complacency. You know he's not going to do the rat poison thing. So, you would hope that they would have some sort of emotional letdown after back-to-back home rivalry wins um, and going on the road for the first time since they squeaked out a six-point win at Kyle Field against Texas A&M. Um, but that's why Saban's great is because they don't. They don't have those emotional (laughs) letdowns.
3: I think the bigger thing with Tennessee and Milton wasn't so much like Milton with his legs. His longest rush was only like 20 yards. But it was more so, boy, did Jalen Wright look unbelievable against Kentucky. So, like, what was it about UK worried about maybe Milton running that allowed – the running back just to run wild. And it wasn't just right. Mm-hmm. Their other running back, uh, Sam's Dylan Sampson. I think yeah. he also had a big game as well. So that's, I think maybe what worries me about Alabama more, not necessarily having their QB run wild on us, but our sense of, okay, got to contain quarterback run, got to contain quarterback run and what that will open up in their other rushing attacks and even the passing game too. So I'm I've, it's, again, we're going to say this a million more times. It's Alabama. It's hard. Uh, Milrow's starting to actually play well. It's going to be a tall task, Roush. It's going to take, again, about an A-plus a effort to get yep, it done.
1: Yep, a- Alabama, good at football. Very good at football. So, hopefully the uh, the Cats bring out a good effort. I think Luckett pulled the numbers. They're 1-10 in 10 against the spread against top-10 teams in the Stoops era. Now, eight of them are against Georgia and Alabama. So, that part's frustrating. Like it's like, well, it's it's hard, to, it's hard to be good against, you know, number one, number two teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is going to be, you've got SAC Nation coming into town. Um, the noon kickoff on ESPN. You, you got ESPN's B crew that's going to be there. So, there's going to be a lot of folks watching, paying attention. Another opportunity. It'd be, it'd be nice if they could, if the Kentucky defense could make sure that this game is close in the second half.
3: And it's a situation that... Similar to Tennessee where it's like it, it, Vegas thinks this game is going to be closer than Kentucky fans think it's going to be. So don't be shocked if in the fourth quarter UK is a maybe down 10 with the ball where it's like, hey, score and get a stop and things can it really interesting. Uh, maybe they're tied. Maybe they have the lead in the fourth quarter. I don't know, but I'll be excited to be there. I bet it's going to be a good atmosphere, and uh, you never know. You win that one, Roush, and then you're back to dreaming big to close out the year.
1: Well, the way that Leach put it on the Stoop show last night, which we didn't get Stoops, um, we got Vince and and. Oh my gosh! Conor,
3: everybody, everybody freak out. He didn't do the
1: coaches show. I, there was a few, because there was the. Right, we're at the point of the year. Like it, it makes me so mad. I don't know what these people do online, but like there was, there's, and now it's if any person jumps in the transfer portal, there's room in of the transfer portal. It's like, oh, could this guy be, a, you know, uh-huh. which so that makes sense. I don't know who like there was people running wild with rumors that like Stoops was in the hospital for something. It's like Stoops was at practice. Like this guy just said he was, he was walking around at practice. He's not there because Tuesday's like a late night for the coaches. Right. Yeah. Like, well, he didn't do his coaches show I'm, I'm worried. Like, what? People chill out. Also the last time that there was a medical emergency, it took three hours for that thing to get out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wouldn't if this, yeah. So everybody just needs to chill the hell out. Um, I, I forgot where I was we were talking
3: uh, coach a show not doing the show
1: but before that was it uh, time, uh mm, had something there
3: Vince did the show he was gonna say something leach was saying something
1: oh Leach. he said that the um the thing about the Alabama game is that this is one of those if you win it it's the game that everybody talks about at the reunions 25 years later which you really remember the team by. it's a big opportunity. And what I find amusing is that coaches always downplay it in the lead up to that, but then we'll hear like if they did win we'll hear after the game about how they did something there was some speech where you know they 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 likened it to conquering the world or something like that and that's what got them over the top and it's like okay is that is that what <laughs> So we're going to downplay it, but then if we win, then we can play it up. And sure, yeah, that's yeah. the way that it works. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how it goes. So uh, Kat's got to – need to keep this one close on Saturday.
3: Texter says, sorry for the longest text. It's crazy that Kentucky could finish 8-4 and and all four losses are to SEC teams that could and most likely will end up finishing in the top 25 with three of them in New Year's Six Bowls. Not trying to be positive or negative, just a, ner- a neural
1: perspective. That's a good point, because here's the thing, TJ. Tennessee plays Missouri this weekend. Who do you think we should want to win? Missouri? Yes. Yeah. And I, I was thinking out loud. I was like, how does it go both? If Missouri wins, they're probably New Year's six-bound. Yeah. Because they've got an easy slate on the way out. Tennessee still has to play Georgia. So you can still—I mean, you in theory, you get to the Citrus Bowl. But in all likelihood— you could, I mean, you could get to the Outback if you get a Missouri win this weekend. Even if you lose the Bama, you if you beat, um, if you win at South Carolina and you, you you knock off Louisville, eight and four season. Yeah, not too bad. Tampa well, people will get excited about that, Outback. That's bowl. a good
3: text. We got to take our daily double break right here, though. We're up against it. Uh, let's come back and talk a little bit more about that text. And we've got a lot more to get to. A lot more text on the Thornton's text line. Fun final hour. Kentucky roll call coming up next.
2: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
3: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Roll Sports Roll Radio. Cup. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Kentucky Roll Call goes Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, replay of the show 9 to 11. Basically a 7 to 11 type of show. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. Right off the top of your head, I need a quarterback this week. Brock Purdy or Russell Wilson? Brock Purdy. Purdy. I think you all both were too quick.
1: You said quick. That
0: was the stipulation behind you asking. You wanted a quick answer.
1: You take the team that's most likely to win. They're going to produce more. I don't know who the Niners are playing. That's not true. I don't know who the Niners are playing. It's not true. I'm going to take the Niners to bounce back off of a bye and play big versus Denver.
3: The Niners are at Jacksonville, one o'clock game. Oh,
1: that's actually going to be an awesome game. Denver's
3: at Buffalo Monday Night Football. And you got to remember that, like, Uh, Russell Wilson puts up points for as bad as he is from a fantasy perspective
0: you got to go russell wilson bills he, have not been playing
3: well he scored at least over 17 points in every game except for one
1: yeah and the jags defense has been good but you asked us quickly so here we are
3: <laughs> i know but then I felt you all were too quick and it made me a little nervous
0: although i'm changing i'm going to russell
3: i will say this that like i don't even Ooh, i could get geno
1: yuck yeah this the seahawks have been i could get great, joshua really.
3: dobbs could get Mac Jones?
1: Yeah, just Sue Russell Wilson. <laughs> the Bills' defense hasn't been great.
3: I think like the the Broncos could lose by twenty eight, and Russell Wilson could still put up decent fantasy points. Yeah,
1: right. He's going to have to. Okay, He'll throw it a lot. And if you are behind, you are playing from behind. You are going to throw it a lot.
3: I lost by, nobody cares, nobody cares, but I lost by .25 points this week. Um,
1: another, somebody I know had a tie in fantasy, and it was a fantasy football without decimal points. Like, what, what is this, 1999? What? Like, uh, well, well
3: if I didn't have decimal points, I would have gotten a tie. I
1: can't, I've never seen that before. I would like, have rather you,
3: had the loss. What are you talking about decimal points? Gee,
1: give, give me a break. Um, ugh, gross. Uh, before we go to Thornton's text line. All
3: right, thank you all for your help. I'm going to do Russell Wilson.
1: We need to celebrate because we
3: did it. Celebrate new basketball courts. Come, Come on.
1: on. Do, 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 do. We bully Kentucky away from the stickers. You're going to have to deal with them for one more month because uh, apparently the way the volleyball court installation works, they can't change it out just yet. But uh, before the December 2nd game, we'll have a new Kentucky basketball court. And I love that it looks just like the guy, the Rupta 75, the court he designed like two years ago.
3: There's a party going on right here.
1: I mean, and the thing, too, that you have to, like, the stickers, the stickers on the court, a lot of people were saying that Kentucky's struggles were because of the checkerboard. The Mm -hmm. real depths of depravity happened when the stickers got on the court because those were added Uh for the COVID season.
3: Yeah, like you had good runs with checkerboard. Reed Travis says when you when he committed to Kentucky, when you think of UK, you think of checkerboards. It's mm-hmm. a really funny quote. But you're right. There were some good moments with the checkerboards. There were not good more moments with the big blue blocks. The Tennessee game after Joe B passed was a good moment on that court. UK did win some fun home games. But most of the other fun moments were away from Rupp Arena, like dominating Kansas in Fog Allen, you know. And then Kansas return game the next year, big blue blocks, you lose. They needed to go. Yep. This new court, there's nothing special about this new court. And
1: it's so great because it's just normal. Like, can we, we
3: have normal things. Like we weren't asking for an Oregon tree design. You got to be on shrooms to figure out what it all means. We just wanted a court without those stupid big blue blocks on.
1: You put the little silhouette of the state behind it. I do.
3: And you know, now UK will become the fifth. Team in the SEC that has the silhouette of the state behind it, really? which is kind of you know, and a lot of other teams the, just throughout um, college basketball. IU has it, Ohio State has it. I'm glad Tennessee's that the one should.
1: that always comes to mind for me. At least their their old court was like that. I think they still have the little silhouette, but I'm just I'm glad that they've come to their senses. They finally have given us a court that's worth playing basketball.
3: And I want Leach to be like, that three was from Winchester. You know, we got to all polish up on our Kentucky geography because now it's part of the court. Ooh, turnover near Richmond. (laughs) Uh Oh, outlet pass to Bowling Green, he lets it fly. So I'm pumped. Way Way, way, way to go,
1: UK. I I want more random geography, though. Well, that one, I think it was closer to Burksville (laughs) Tom.
3: And then they just get in an argument about it. <laughs> I've got family there. I know where it is.
0: <laughs> What's the one you brought up a couple weeks ago, TJ? I always pass it going to Midway. Wadi. Wadi. Wadi, Wadi,
1: Paytona. Wadi Paytona. Yeah. Wadi, Wadi Paytona. Paytona really is the most Wadi Werewolf. Significant towns only I mean just cuz they've got gas truck stops there.
0: Wait, it's two separate towns, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But
1: it's the Wadi Peytona exit. Yeah. So, you know, everybody got to got to stop and get fuel up and Get your, you know, whatever. Cheap gas halfway between Lexington and Louisville. Um, We should
3: have started another season. That court should have never existed. It should have never got approved. It should have never got passed. I don't know how anybody could look at that and be like, looks good. Cats are ready. Let's basketball it up. But whatever. Better late than never.
1: Better late than never. They got it done. They got it fixed. Uh, And the volleyball team, they're rock and roll. They play on that court right now. Good shout out to them. They could end up winning the SEC again they slow start to the year. Yeah, they
3: control their own destiny for an, another SEC championship. And then uh,
1: shout out to uh, uh, Leah Edmond. She won Athletes Unlimited, the professional volleyball league. woo Yeah, she got the dub. And then uh, uh, Allie Lenahan, formerly Allie Stumler, she came fourth. And then uh, my buddy Deja McClendon, she decided she's hanging him up. She's retiring. So, played in her last professional volleyball Career game. well done. Yeah. A lot of shout outs. Former manual star.
3: Woo-hoo. Let's see, Oscar Combs is telling us to read this Shaq tweet. He says, Read, smile, reread. Bless you, Shaq, for the best and most comforting thought of the day. Should we share that thought with everybody else?
1: I'm sure it's an enlightening.
3: The older get, the older you get, the more you realize how precious life is. You have no desire for drama, conflict, or stress. You just want good friends, a cozy home, food on the table, and people who will make you happy.
1: You know what? That is good. That's good. That's Thank really you, Oscar. Nice.
3: I uh, thank you. I didn't have to wait till
0: older in life to figure all that out.
3: I I, I agree with that also, Scoots. That like I almost feel like that's now. Like yeah, you know I don't have a desire for drama and conflict. I think radio, you're bringing yourself into like talking about drama and cl- conflict, but we don't make it about ourselves ever, do we, Roush?
1: No, never.
3: We're capital J journalists.
1: Big time. Pros, pros.
3: Cool about the new court. Uh, what? One more thing before we get to the text line. Another twist and a turn in the Michigan scandal.
1: Oh, my goodness. And it's it's exactly what you wanted. Uh, and it reminds me of the Jimbo Fisher-Nick saban nil fight where it's almost like Michigan is trying to tell everybody else that they, they broke the unwritten rules by snitching on their sign stealer. So now they're going to get everybody else who's stealing signs because – uh, there's a report that there's evidence that Jeff Brom received the signals for Michigan before the Big Ten Championship. Jeff game. Brom
3: needs to be fired immediately. Get his ass out of town. So Rutgers Get gave, his ass out of college sports.
1: Rutgers gave Purdue their defensive signals, and then was it Ohio State gave him the offensive signals? I just, So who has the evidence of this? Uh, Michigan misturning turning them in, I believe.
3: I would love to know like Michigan's receipts.
1: Yeah, so I I can pull up the actual. If, if you give me a moment, I'll pull up the actual. No moment stuff.
3: will be given now. Immediately. I mean, uh, if they're if they're being gave all
0: this stuff, what's the point? What what's the point of Connor Stallions?
1: Well, this, and herein lies the, the, at the root of it that I said at the very beginning, is that like, even if you have them, how much does it actually help? Like, there is a certain yes. There's, there's more to this than it. Certainly, you would rather have the signals than not. But um, it was an ex-football staffer for Michigan. Mm-hmm. So that that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at the heart of it, like, I, Purdue could have known every play that Michigan was going to run, and they still weren't going to cover. Like, th- th- there's, there's a certain extent of this. So I, I love, though, that Michigan, they're doing the classic, like, it's not just us cheating; it's everybody cheating, which is great PR move on their part. Like that's that's how you do it. Um,
3: it sounds like we need to play out the suck it music because it's a mess. What a mess!
1: Suck it in suck Seriously, it.
3: what a mess! The Big Ten oh, mess. And today, luckily, they haven't had any other scandals over the last decade plus.
1: B- Pete Thamel says that today the Big Ten expects a response from Michigan on their notice of discipline. Um, so, one. Well, Big Ten, they said, Michigan, we might punish you. And Michigan's like, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to sue the bejesus off of you. And essentially, the way everybody's reading this is the Big Ten is doing this just to try to make its coaches happy. But they actually don't want to punish Michigan because Michigan's their best team and their best chance at winning a college football playoff national championship. Which is more money for everybody else. Exactly. So they're doing this to try to make the coaches happy. But they don't actually want to do anything, so mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the really, really is the gift that keeps on giving, Carl. The Jelly of the Month Club. How does it, it all content.
3: scoots? Tell us how it all ends. Somebody that you know the situation just as well as anybody Shoot. else.
1: Yeah, your guess is as good as mine when it comes to Michigan. Can I just say, too, that it's so like this is good for everybody. When our bosses send us the these are the top ten stories that sold the most subscriptions this week. It's nine out of ten of them are Michigan scandal related, and. They sold the most subs out of anybody last month. Uh, they had the second most quicks. Like, scandals are good for everybody, baby. They're great. It's great for business.
3: We'll see how – I don't know how it shakes out. I don't know how you – I think you got to punish Michigan.
1: They, no, they're going to get punished. Will they this year, though? I don't think so. Because I, I think it would be too much of an unprecedented move um, to do it at the time. Even though that's how things should operate. If like, if you if get in trouble, what, you should get caught while you're doing it. What,
3: what if you? the Big Ten goes to Michigan and they say, listen, we could punish you this year and you ain't going to like it. it? You're probably not going to go to a national championship game with our punishments here. You can't play in the Big Ten championship game, mm-hmm. but that's going to be that. And next year, you guys can fly, butterfly, fly. Or we're going to let you play out this year and next year you will be decimated. Like so, you can either just kind of wave the white flag on your national championship run this year, but everything moving forward will be fine, or we let you have this year, but next year is like you're nuked. The program is nuked. Well, they're
0: going to take the second option because Jim Harbaugh's not going to be there, so exactly. he doesn't care. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're going to take the second option. Just run for the championship. No, know, yeah. know what you got this year because McCarthy's probably done after this year. I mean, he he could come back and you know. Like, he has that eligibility and all that stuff on the table. But they're going to lose uh, Blake Corum, who leads the nation, in rushing touchdowns. Like, a lot of this was set up for this year. They have um, – the quote from Jim Nagy was that they could have eight offensive linemen drafted in the first two days of the NFL draft. Or, or was it six? E- either way, even their backups could get drafted in the NFL. They're going to have their most NFL draft prospects ever. It's all teed up for this season. So they're, they're just like, whatever we got to do to be able to play – this year for a title, uh, yeah. we're gonna do so. They got Penn State. It's our first real test of the season um, this Saturday, big noon. Um, That's
3: why I'm so surprised that they are Vegas's leader in title odds. Like they still have Penn State, they still have Michigan. You can, or they still have Ohio State. Excuse me. Uh, you can lose one of those games, but then you'd have the Big Ten championship game potentially, yeah. depending on how the, the the standings would rank out. I don't know. I was just surprised that well, they, the are, if is they even, have better odds than Georgia to win it all.
1: Even if they're a one-loss team, they they so they wouldn't go to the Big Ten championship if they lost. Who I guess they still could if they lost to Penn State and beat Ohio State. I think. Actually, I don't know. I don't. I think that's three-way tie. But nevertheless, they would be put in the playoff as a one-loss team. Hmm. If you look, there's a – so the guy that – it's at Stats of War on Twitter. Uh, He puts out all the college football graphs. And he does something on Monday. It's how bad did you actually get beat? I've seen those, yeah. Michigan is – their scoreboard matches up with, like, their success. They've been just destroying teams. And I don't – I think Purdue got a backdoor cover last week. But I'm pretty sure that that was the first time that they haven't covered since – Harbaugh got back um, in week four from his early suspension,
3: and they also were like thirty-two point favorites over Purdue. It was like a ginormous spread, yeah. bigger than you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Purdue right. scored at the very end. Yeah. Let's get back to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty just to go off that first text that we read about the Kentucky could be eight and four with all four losses being potentially three New Year's six teams. That that's. Uh, should make UK fans maybe feel a little bit better about the season, but aren't we past that? That's what I'd add. We were kind of up against it. We were rushing through that text, well, but I would just feel like, aren't we? Don't should so, shouldn't we feel like we should be able to beat some New Year Six teams?
1: And here's the thing, TJ. That's why when you're like when Florida struggles, and in hindsight you're like, well, we beat a bad Florida team, and it's like it doesn't really matter. The wins and losses are all that matter. Like, your final record is what matters. So, I don't – yes, I, I think you would look at it in a different light if you say Kentucky only lost to 10-win teams. But that's also just going to be the SEC from here on out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of what, what we're dealing with moving forward. So, um just is what it is. Um, <laughs> it's – yeah, and just you, means you, more.
3: You had chances against Missouri and Tennessee. We're talking about the season differently. We're looking at the Bull projections differently. But you get a get out of jail free card against mm-hmm. Alabama if you uh, are up for the challenge. Kentucky beating a historically mediocre program in Miami is nowhere close to Kentucky UNC with John Wall in terms of atmosphere and excitement. Just a brutal take by Mr. Walker. Also, the fact TJ is just accepting a loss to Kansas and an indictment on how far the standards and expectations have fallen. Somebody obviously clearly trying to rile. Um just okay, wait and see that Miami UK game. I'll just tell you there.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was at the I was front
3: row for the UK UNC game. It was a very much we're back moment. We won't have that. Like it won't but it'll feel similar to that. And also it was a this team is freaking nasty. Although UNC did come back in that game. I think we'll have that moment in Miami too. But you just wait, Texter, and you can you, I'm sure you'll be more likely to bring this I mean, up than me to remember it. But after the Miami game, just come text him back.
1: To his point, like, I don't think anything can match the John Wall energy that they brought in the first big home game of the year with Cal there. Like, okay. it's new, like, wait wait and see for that Miami game. I mean, it's impossible, TJ. He's the most – he was the coolest player with the coolest new coach in the first year. Like, it's not going to be dissimilar. But is it going to be a great atmosphere? Yeah, it's going to be a great atmosphere. It'll be very but it can't, it's not. It's not going to – like I'm yeah I'm not going to do that. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Just go ahead and wait for it. Um and also yeah, it, I don't have you t- this person acting like that everybody accepting a loss to Kansas. Find me I mean, somebody we- who's picking. Find me somebody who talks on any platform that is that is Excited and is calling for a Kentucky win over Kansas. That nobody that,
3: is. This Texas is just a dweeb. Yeah. Um. It's college basketball. You can lose a game in November and be okay.
1: Yeah. Just not to Presbyterian. Uh, hate
3: hate hate to break it to you. Yeah. You can lose a game to Evansville and be okay in November. Um. It hurts you with your Kansas season, is though. the Kansas is the number one team in the country. They're really really good. They're returning a lot off a really good team, and Kentucky has those no three seven footers out. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. I agree with TJ's take that Reeves needs to be a secondary option. The freshmen have higher ceilings.
1: And they're also just better overall, all-around players.
3: Well, I just think if you were to say, hey, our offense is going to be around a fifth-year Illinois State transfer versus a number, you know, maybe the top draft pick, maybe a top-10 draft pick, that's just silly. You wouldn't do that. So don't do it. And I don't think they will. It's just, will Reeves be cool with it? I hope so. And it'll make the team better. If you have Reeves be the third guy, you know, he's just kind of hanging out on the perimeter as DJ or Dilly, they go and do their thing, kick it out to him, knock down shot, boom. That'll be
1: awesome. Bang.
3: Kentucky should be a good team this year, folks. If Kentucky beats Kansas, the entire fan base needs to go full force trolling mode on Goodman in the field of Man, 68. It
1: would be a really tough look for Goodman.
3: It. Uh, it's like a, how's he
1: going sp- How would he spend that?
3: It's really a risk-free game for U.K. fans. You lose. We're not going to be happy with a loss. But you're not going to be like. Right,
1: but you're just going to be like, well, they're the number one team in the country. If you
3: lost by like 30 or 40 or you get totally blown out and you're uncompetitive, then we can change the conversation. Yeah, we can't have the Zion
1: championship. No, we don't want that. And that
3: team ended up being fine, too. Like, that team we thought had a chance to cut down the nets. But we don't want that. Uh, But, boy, if the Cats pull it off. Which, give me U.K.'s backcourt. I know Kansas really, really good, but uh Kansas has a huge advantage in the front court. Man, TJ, given your recent gambling streak and election analysis, you may just want to fade yourself. Uh four out of six on player props. Five out of six on election predictions yesterday. Fade, uh, fade that, buddy.
1: Funny that you all brought up New Mexico basketball because they have a lot of Kentucky connections. Tata Washington's little brother, true, plays there. Jamal Breaker and Jamal Mashburn's son is playing there. Little Patino is the coach. Totally forgot that Tata's little brother's name is true.
3: Uh, I don't know if I knew that or potentially had forgotten it. Uh, Mashburn was like an awesome recruit. How's he doing out there?
1: He was their leading scorer last year and put up really good numbers, but you don't, you know, you don't hear a lot of those. Yeah. Um, so he had 15 points in their opener, and they uh, blew out Texas Southern. Um, Soffidief percent from the four. Let me let me see what his last year's stats were.
3: Last La- year he averaged uh man, he had have-
1: nineteen points. Yeah. And uh yeah. I mean, he- nice little player. Yeah, he's been solid with him. I didn't realize. I wonder if he-
3: Daddy was like, hey son, I may take your little Mashburn for my one year at St. John's. yeah, yeah.
1: But um, he I think he'd already transferred once from Minnesota. Uh, so okay. yeah. so that- big big fans of little Patina. Uh the Mashburns are. You know what? Good for him. Being a six two guard, gotta be Kind of tough. A
3: little is. surprised that Little Patino hasn't gotten another big job.
1: Yeah, and they did the thing last year where they had the longest... They started the season like 20-0 or something before they got to conference play. They didn't really play anybody. But I guess this will be year three for him there. So that's usually when you get the kind of... All right, well, I guess he's proven that he's actually a decent coach. But what is his... I mean, what's his ceiling? You know? Like, he's fine. But is he just at his best at this level it's kind of like the who is the dude uh indiana's favorite guy that sucked as a coach Alford, yeah Steve oh, Alford, yeah. yeah he's he needs to be uh, like a mid-major coach he doesn't need to be coaching like actual good programs
3: he was in minnesota for eight years it's just they never were good
1: very mid they just never were good another text he real- also recruited seemingly everybody's son like they had a ralph simpson the third yeah, Jamal Bashford Jr. felt like he always had like some famous players selling up
3: there. Well, you know like Big East basketball is so fun, and I've got a buddy that lives in Rhode Island that like, last year I kind of hopped on. Not the Providence bandwagon, but it was like, you know, yeah. they're fun to root for. Bryce Hopkins is fun to root for. Maybe we do that with New Mexico this year, except New Mexico doesn't play in the Big East is probably our biggest issue there.
1: Yeah, and how many games are we going to watch? Y'all can start? do whatever yeah, you no. want. Western yeah.
3: Kentucky is still my number two. That's a good point. We're just never going to see them. But if they were more... Watchable? You got Jamal? You got Mashburn? Jamoral? You got True? That'd be a fun team to follow. Do we like little Richard Pitino after he tried to get Eric Bledsoe not admitted to UK? No. Not crazy about him. No. But we can forgive and forget. Or don't forget, but forgive.
0: He's got a very punchable face.
3: Whoa. I don't think you're going to be punching anybody, Scoots. I wouldn't punch him, but... He's got a punch. Yeah, in his
1: face. I see what you mean there. Just something about his face. Mm-hmm.
3: Dunk City missing their best player and is down one with nine minutes left against the Hoosiers, where they were just up like six before you had texted that in. <laughs> but um, IU got the win, and hey, this is opening season. You're shaking off the rust. We could have an IU U of L game in New York.
0: Oh my God, how entertaining is that going to be if we don't get our stuff together?
3: Good I grief. just you know if you're U of L and you're gonna stink, you may as well just try to like put up as many points as possible, because there's no denying the most fun college basketball game that I've watched this season, <laughs> and the season's only two days old, but definitely U of V C. You get team scoring in the 90s. I'm checking it out. Podcast listener here. Okay, so now I believe in ghosts. <laughs> can you turn them up just so we can like occasionally just kind of like tune into what they're doing?
0: I don't know if it'll come through or not. I think they may actually already be all fair. How, what
3: what are their what are their hours?
0: I think they start at like six.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is it talk or is it like music? It's and then music.
0: Talk. You know, it's kind of like all the other shows in town. They'll they'll talk like between the music and then okay. play another song. Gotcha.
3: Texter says thoughts on Andy absolutely steamboating in the election. Daniel Cameron didn't have a chance. Uh, we talked
1: about it in segment one. I haven't heard the term steamboating though. I've heard steamroller, but steamboating. Steamboats don't move very fast. We watched them last year. We did. Yeah, yeah. steamboat's a good time. Yeah. And then steam- steamboat race. Uh, that was yeah low key,
3: pretty nice. And then steamboat uh, is a is a town.
1: Isn't steamboat like? Isn't that the first Mickey Mouse like Steamboat Willie?
3: I don't know. I could just think of Steamboat Springs I've from heard great cars. Things of Steamboat Springs in yeah. Colorado.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Texter says Presbyterian won three games last season and beat Vandy. Brad Calipari was on the staff last year at LIU Brooklyn and they won three games. Don't put Brad on your staff.
1: Oh, Brad was wasn't he on the COVID staff too at UK? Oh gosh, he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, let's put Brad Calipari on Rick Barnes' staff. Cal and Rick, they're buddies. They're yeah, hey, yeah. you got it. Can you do
3: my <laughs> son a favor? Yeah.
1: Well, let's let's get him to Tennessee.
3: Cal got Kenny Payne to U of L. Can he get Brad Calipari to Tennessee? And if Duke maybe starts stinking, does Jay, do we look at Jay as a plant potentially? Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, that's uh, it's a tough one for Vandy. They'll be fine, I think. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I do yeah. think that once they get healthy, <laughs> let's get wacky. Would you rather every player who scores a touchdown in football have to kick the extra point after, or every time a technical flagrant is called in basketball, the coaches have to take the
1: free throws. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) would much rather have the player who scores a touchdown kick that PAT. Because, I mean, we had a running back make a field goal in the NFL last week for the Texans. Kaimi Fairbairn got hurt, so they kicked a 29-yard field goal. I think it... And the, the, the part that would amuse me about that, TJ, is that it's almost like watching professional athletes who suck at golf. Like, we could get that same phenomenon where it's, you're a good athlete. You should be good enough to kick a ball. But if, I mean, it would be very funny if they're just... Just love
3: how much people, like, practices would have to spend time with, like, this, you know, running back kicking of PAT. Because,
1: I mean, and even if you just toe bash, I mean, that's it's not that... Difficult. I don't really?
0: know. On the other side of things, though, I think it'd be a lot of fun watching the coach shoot free throws, who's always asking his team to make free throws, and then he goes up and misses two straight. That would be a real At good At least
1: time. the coach, though, You they're around the game enough. I'm I mean, going with it, the coach, by the way. I am. You are, oh. Yeah, just because, yeah, like, imagine,
3: same. you know, imagine... Calipari having to go out there and shoot a free throw, <laughs> and then like just kind of the moans in the Rupp Arena crowd when both of them probably wouldn't be
1: particularly close. It'd be <laughs> hilarious. Oh. I would I would have a high expectation that they would make their free throws. Though. The coaches, yeah. I mean, that, they, they shoot free throws. They're at practice. I'm sure they're shooting all th- often.
3: Yeah, but like imagine you know Coach K in the Final Four, final game of his career, and you know there's a the technical, and like. <laughs> His little weak butt's got to get out there and try to lift up a free throw. It'd be electric. And then you'd get, like, Kim English at Providence, who just, you know, five years ago was playing professional basketball, <laughs> and he'd just go there and probably drain both of them like it'd be nothing. Uh, I like the I like that. And also, I think that a lot's being made about Calipari wearing a suit and how he had yeah. a 77% winning percentage with a suit, and he was 61% without a suit. Get college basketball coaches having to wear the uniforms.
1: That was uh, Bobby Regan's take. He wanted to go the opposite way. I, nope, suits, suits for me. I'm a suit guy.
3: Have them wear the basketball uniforms like their baseball managers and go with the trends. You know, five years ago, the really short shorts were back. Let's get Cal some, you allowed to say, nut huggers?
1: <laughs> Apparently so.
3: And then, like, back the John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, let's get those bad boys down to your ankles. He, baggy is baggy. It wouldn't. Be, I love the idea of coaches having to wear the uniforms.
0: It wouldn't be as funny as football coaches having to wear those uniforms. <laughs> Shoulder pads. I think that. I on. think that would be the best. I'm in yeah. on it all,
3: really. Yeah. I don't know why baseball has to do it, and then all the other ones get get out of jail free. Because baseball managers are objectively
1: hilarious. Like the, the pants. The pants are what's funny. Because a baseball jersey is objectively a. That's that's probably you know especially the button up ones. Those are the easiest. You can wear them whenever, wherever. But What about a
3: cutoff basketball jersey? That's as comfortable as it gets.
1: I mean, it's comfortable, but it's not flattering. For whom? (laughs) Anybody.
3: I I disagree. I would have loved to see Rick Majerus in (laughs) about the the coaching in the, the 97 National Championship game, Roush, wearing a Utah Utes jersey. I think we all would have liked that. I would have liked to see Phil Fulmer wearing a face mask.
1: The shoulder pads would be very funny. Like having coaches and shoulder pads on the sideline. I, I would I would enjoy that.
3: Keep the text rolling in. The last segment of Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen's coming back after this.
1: Welcome to Kentucky Roll
3: Call with Walker and Roush. Sure. Does Intern Jacob know either one of those? Have you ever seen Home Alone, Intern Jacob? Yes, I've seen Home Alone. I'm not an uncultured swine. Have you seen Home Alone 2? I've seen all the Home Alones, except for the fourth one. I've seen it, but I don't like it. Give me the the premise of Home Alone 2.
1: Home Alone 2, Lost in New York.
3: Yeah. What former president makes a cameo in that movie?
1: Oh. Uh, Kennedy. It was oh, Kennedy. Jacob, this him. is so easy. I mean, it was Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. The dead JFK made it a cameo.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted on this rejoin. I mean, first and foremost, I'm almost crying because it's just so great. <laughs> but, but do we wait till after Thanksgiving to play the Christmas rejoins?
0: You know, it was. I was looking through all the rejoins and I was like, I don't really remember this one. So I kind of just picked it at random. But yeah, I should have been after things.
3: Intern Jacob, he was, the, he was the jelly of the month club. Just kept giving each and every show, uh, of all the presidents to pick. <laughs> you picked the one assassinated on live television. <laughs> no, he never did get around to being in Home Alone 2, unfortunately. <laughs> and also, I thought that when we were like, all right, what is Home Alone 2 about? He's like, Home Alone 2, lost in New York. <laughs> he's lost in New York.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Intern Jacob.
1: I mean, he's not wrong.
3: He's not wrong. Okay. Woo. I love yeah. when you laugh so hard and you smile so much, the back of your head hurts. It's a special feeling. It's what
1: happens whenever I go to Salseritas. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it puts a smile on my face from ear to ear. Uh, it's just, the, the food's so good. Service, so great.
3: Yeah. And I've got some news for you about Salseritas. It's
1: got wildly addictive chips. Double
3: points after 6 p.m. tonight, everybody. Woo! Double points. So if you like earning points at Salsaritas, and why wouldn't you? You've downloaded the Salsaritas app. After 6 p.m. between now and the end of the month. So it's an everyday thing. You're going to earn two times the points. So order your dinner after 6 p.m., You'll get double the points. You'll get free food faster at Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Make sure you download that app and know that you can go there for lunch and it's delicious, and you're you will earn points and get free food and it'll be great. But after 6 p.m., if you're going for dinner time, bada boom, bada bing, they're going to double it up for you at Salsaritas. Remember, they're on Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews and out on Shelbyville Road in Middletown. TJ, you have 99 points towards your next $10 reward. Woo. I think that means I just spend another dollar there, I get a free entree. Nice. Or I get a free
1: $10, I should say. Nice. Pretty sweet. All right. Do it with Salsaritas. And um, hey, had some more good news yesterday. What's that? Uh, even if Ryan Tannehill is back, Will Levis is the starter for the Tennessee Titans.
3: Yeah, I guess they put Tannehill number one on the depth chart or something, and people freaked out.
1: Yeah, initially. And then he talked to me, and He said, no, Will's our starter. It was. I think it was a classic case of Vrabel forgot to do the depth chart. Cause here's the thing this time of year, I'm still putting that depth chart out there. How much is changing? Maybe one or two things, but the, the coaches, they don't, they don't really care about the depth charts. Yeah.
3: Well, that's good. It would have been ridiculous not to have will Levis be the starter with what he's shown you up to this point in two games. That being said, some people are big. You don't lose your job because of injuries sort of deal. Um, Tannehill is not going to be – he's not going anywhere. So, if Levis, you feel like you need to pull him or something, you'll still have that mediocre quarterback just waiting in the wings. I have seen some Titans fans that worries me, and I know we've got listeners that know a heck of a lot more about the Tennessee Titans than we do, especially myself. But Shout out, Robert. they've – some people have suggested that, like, the, the Titans' line is so bad and they keep getting hurt. It may not be, the like, the worst thing in the world if Levis wasn't behind this line. That being said, you need to have the you need to take advantage of the opportunities when you're given them. But it is something to watch that like supposedly this offensive line for the Titans is historically bad, and that life could be tough on Will Levis because of that. But buddy, he's got used to he gotten used to it last year with Rick Scangarello, didn't he? <laughs>
1: you ain't kidding. You ain't I think, did I call him Rick? I think he did. Rich. Rich. Yeah. Rich. Richard.
3: Texter on the Thornton's text line, But congrats to Levis. Uh, that makes gonna make the Titans actually watchable. So we got that going for us. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Oh, a political text from Kirby. Nothing worse than the guilt trips and scare tactics Bashir played on Kentuckians for years. Well, maybe the way he let Louisville downtown specific deteriorate." Is what is it is now? Good luck to him, but to act like those two situations weren't complete failures is wrong. Hopefully, somebody makes Louisville a priority sooner than later. Greenberg and Bashir ain't it.
1: Well, uh, well, wasn't the riots during Bevin though, or no? Uh, uh no, it was the nineteen, so no. Yeah, it all happened like okay. COVID and all that. It was all like the same time. Um, but Fisher's out, so I don't know. I don't know if Greenberg's gonna be any good or not. He's hadn't been in his job very long.
3: Yeah, uh, the the safety stuff. of Louisville uh, folks, Louisville's just gonna keep voting Democrat, so that's never gonna change. Uh, so let's hope that they've got a good plan in in place.
1: Somebody said, uh, "Wait, did we get the? Oh, we already got, got a
3: there. long John. We've got to work on narrowing these down, buddy." We love you. One of our one of our favorite texers. I think Scoots has you ranked number one. We've got to we've got
1: to get like. Oh, man, and this is like all local politics. I don't,
3: John. We've got to get him a, like two sentences shorter. John here. Good morning, everyone. I'm just going to get this off my chest. My city is just weird where I live. We have a majority Democrat-leading city council for the last two election cycles, and it's been nothing but crap. So what do the voting individuals of the city do this time around? Well, they voted more Democrats in. Not one Republican won any spot. Plus, the voters put in a Democratic mayor. I know it's not about the party, but the individuals themselves. However, those individuals that represent that party cannot get it done. By gosh, make a change. Pretty bad when you roughly only get 18,000 individuals to vote for a mayor's race, where you have 90,000 possible voters. Sorry for the long text. Got to go. Talk to you later. Yeah, John, some people tell you you got to get candidates that want that people want to vote for.
1: 18,000 out of 90. Though. But there's that's, no denying that's not, that's that like
3: great. despite what I would consider in some instances just an absolutely crazy message, Democrats are much better at winning elections than Republicans. It's the cold hard truth for Republicans. They're just better yeah. at it. They relate with younger people better, they do social media better, uh, I mean, some of the stuff that they advocate for is just nuts to me, but they win. And they and John. So it, it happens. Uh, it's a messaging issue, I think. And they it's win. A candidate issue. They, they
1: win. But also, I think the Republicans sweeped every major election no, state so outside of me. the but governor. Like, cities
3: are always going to be Democratic, uh, Democratic and rural areas yeah, are we, always probably going to be more conservative.
1: Oddly, would right? have made it an urban rural divide. Like yeah, a, it's 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 frustrating. Yeah. Because that's not that's not what politics should be. I, and I, like I they I, they should be working together because in and, and that was the frustrating thing about when you mm-hmm. got to like I one of the jokes that w- one of my friends would say, like, shut up, Roush, you're from Louisville. Like there was very much a anti louisville Yeah, but look at feel, the, feel look out at there, the even though louisville,
3: look at the rest of the state.
1: But like it goes, louisville both, is it the, goes both ways. Well, yeah, Louisville's the economic engine though. Like you, you everybody needs each other and that's that's the problem is that you you get it's it's much easier to climb up by dividing than by uniting.
3: Yeah, but you know, places like New York City and downtown Louisville, where are they, where is everybody getting fed from?
1: I don't what.
3: Like you're saying that this is they're the economic providers for the rest of the state. It goes both ways. They they wouldn't these cities wouldn't be fed if not for the rural areas. Oh well, yeah,
1: but I'm talking about like just from like dollars and like money produced, I, like you know, like.
3: I think it's, it should be an equal partnership, and there shouldn't be the divide that you're talking about. Who cares?
1: Who cares? Yeah, but also, like, if there's more people in the city, shouldn't they get more resources from tax dollars? Like, the city of Louisville doesn't get much from Frankfurt at all.
3: I don't—I th- They, they. I mean, they do. And, again, you know, Jefferson County Public Schools are the third most funded public school yeah. system. and mm-hmm.
1: JCPS is a damn mess. It's gross.
3: But, I, John, I hey. agree with the sentiment that, like, you know, things aren't working— I would vote differently. I'm not. I'm not handcuffed to a party. I'm not a cheerleader. I think people that are cheerleaders for parties are embarrassing, 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 embarrassing. embarrassing. Much, much more productive. Exactly. You'll be much happier. Uh, Texter, I agree with Scoots. We like to have fun on the show, and you know, politics gets people all worked up. I agree with Scoots that the alternative spelling for hose making makes things more interesting. But then would be alternative spelling for blue as well.
1: Uh, Blue. I don't get the blue part like blue cheese.
3: You can spell blue differently.
0: You can explain after the
3: show. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us an update on the Travis Perry recruitment as he Kentucky bound announcing on Sunday, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. I don't know
3: where he's going. I don't think it's going to be UK. Uh, my guess would be like Cincinnati or Ole Miss. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any idea? Has,
1: I was just behind the scenes. Have you heard? I have not. I was just always under the impression that he was big 10 bound. That was what people were telling me. And he has no Big Ten schools in his finalist, so I don't know.
3: <laughs> Did he not have any?
1: Nope. Okay. Also, it's like you're the leading scorer in the history of the state of Kentucky. Just go to Kentucky. What are we, what are we doing here?
0: Next text, by the way, you will have to read in a stoner voice.
1: Hey, fellas, baked bread from Brook here. <laughs> Man, what a glorious, wacky Wednesday it is in the Buckeye State as weed has been recreationally legalized you find, gentlemen will make a trip across the border and get yourself some goodies when the law goes into effect. Right on, man. Like, totally far out, dude. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, like, when, totally when, far out. Will, uh, when Brad, Brad, it, Brad is not cool.
3: <laughs> I wonder when it will go into effect.
1: Yeah. I don't know, but I like baked Brad from Delper. So Usually it takes like a year for that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, by the way, Perry down to Alabama, Cincinnati, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Western Kentucky. If he were to go to Alabama, UK fans would have a minor freak out. Yeah.
1: I don't think they would for Ole Miss, though.
3: Ole Miss, I don't think so.
1: It's Chris Beard. It's Ole Miss.
3: Huh. I, it, it'll be interesting. Maybe, maybe UK. I, in s- situations like that, I do sometimes just go grab him. You always have two or three scholarships extra. Like, is he going to be a distraction? I know Dante Allen kind of was, but that was in part because people were just totally misguided.
1: But in- A lot of it comes down to so, like, oh read is at least in a position where he kind of embraced all that comes with being the Kentucky kid at Kentucky. But if you want to not deal with that fanfare, that circus, I would totally get. And I would go into you, an SEC school could, could much worse a, ways to be.
3: You could get a Kentuckian not wanting to be a part of that? Oh, yeah. You could? No. I could, I could not. I you, could not.
1: I mean, it's the same reason why, like, Jane McDaniels didn't want to, like, didn't want the spotlight. Yeah, some, but he wasn't, people, a, he wasn't a Kentuckian. No, you know? I, I understand that. But I also understand a Kentuckian wanting to go to a football school and have a damn good time and be relatively anonymous on campus.
3: I, I, I get that the appeal to that. I'm just saying – You
1: personally wouldn't want to do if, that. like,
3: growing up in Kentucky, playing basketball your entire life and UK is giving you an opportunity to go there, I get that you may want to feel more wanted or maybe it's just a better fit to go elsewhere. But I just feel like the gravitational pull to go wear blue and white – but I'm very Linbias. Not a little. Very. Mm-hmm. Texer says, hey, oh, uh, that's so
1: I care about that fantasy loss, <laughs> TJ. It's heartbreaking. Russ has done great for me this season. He takes a lot of undue heat. They aren't losing because of him.
3: Well, he he he's the starter this week. He's in. He's uh, he's gonna he's gonna lead the sloppy stakes to a championship. A Texer says, Waddy deserves the Thorntons. We've been saying that for years.
1: For years. Years and years and years. Scooch,
3: what's your favorite non-Louisville Kentucky town?
0: It's got to be Peytona. Right? You've never
3: even been there? No,
0: but it's a fun name.
3: What about the Shops of the Bluegrass Paddock place?
0: Outlet Shops of the Bluegrass? Simpsonville? Yeah, same thing. Simpsonville's okay. Probably Louisville. I'd have to say probably Louisville.
3: What's your least favorite?
0: Um, Lexington.
3: Whoa. You've never even been to Lexington? I've
0: been to Lexington several times.
3: What's wrong with Lexington?
0: I just don't know my way around, so it always confuses me.
3: Yeah, well, a lot of people driving don't know their way around in Lexington, I'll tell you that much. hey yo, Scoots, it was Radiator Springs in cars.
0: Ah, oh, damn it. Is there such a thing as Steamboat Springs? Yes, it's a real city. That's a real I, place. Oh okay.
1: a
3: ski town in Colorado. Yep.
1: <laughs> Bob Huggins would have been sitting on his stool with... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Falling out every TV <laughs> oh, oh, man.
3: You know, Mike Rutherford says all this crazy stuff on radio that I don't think you're allowed to say. He talks about men genitalia all the time, every every show, every hour. He has a topic about it.
0: Mike has also had to do like um... sensitivity training. Exactly. Yeah.
3: So maybe he's not the person that we should be <laughs> referencing. But I think we like you could talk about um, you could that that's a that's a food a nut is a food, Roush.
2: Yeah. It's, it's
3: just when you put it in the context of Bob Huggins. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Another wacky one. Would you rather never be able to use a fork, sporks also, again, or never be able to use a turn signal again? A, a fork. I wouldn't. I've got to use my turn signal.
1: I wouldn't care about not using a turn signal. Everybody as else might. As, but as long good. as everybody it, else has to. That's the caveat. If nobody uses turn signals, then definitely give away forks. But if it's just me i probably get away with it. But now, I don't know if you've got a newer car, TJ, but, like, our van, if you try to merge lanes without using your turn signal, it's like, oh, freaks, what freaks, are you doing? Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, interesting. The word Roush is looking for is gross domestic product. LOL. Ew, gross. Domestic. Ugh. he you should have said product. Come on, man. Product. Just a little late. Thanks for sharing your long, unedited opinion, John. We all really wanted to hear it. No sarcasm here. Opinions rule. And, this, and then roll call really just t- turned into a public forum.
1: I sure hope things start going John's way politically. Sad day. Thoughts and person with that guy. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's – so um, I forgot what I had to do, but it was some sort of school <laughs> project where I had to attend a Lexington City Council meeting. And so for this story that we're working on for our broadcast class, I'm there in person – but then I also have my friend who's just recording it, like screen recording it while they're playing it on the local public access. And Rhonda Pfister takes the stand. And <laughs> man, Rhonda Pfister, she had a lot to say. I almost kind of want to play it because it has, I mean, this happened 10 years ago and it's got up to 500,000 views now. Um, this is,
3: you're involved?
1: I mean, it's just a video of this lady going up that I threw on YouTube. And oh, she's saying, okay. I do no sex. I do know – I mean, and she's just belligerent, and we're like
3: – I think we. I've seen that. It is It time. is an out,
1: outstanding content, and I feel like that's what you get sometimes in these open forums. It's just like Parks and Rec, yeah. where they're yelling nonsense that has nothing to do with the topics at hand. But we are a democracy, and you've got to let even the kooks come in and, uh, <laughs> you know, speak their piece. The, speak their piece.
3: The texter says, just popping a walnut out, Rash.
1: No, just a walnut.
3: Scoots, what's your favorite type of nut?
0: uh it's gotta be man that's a tough one for me I really like peanuts but almonds are pretty spectacular as well
1: man saying a peanut is your favorite nut is really just boring
0: well Scoot. I mean I, I'm I can be kind of boring sometimes especially with my peanuts you
1: don't know, like uh maybe a cashew or a uh, macadamia nut if I'm eating a cookie I like a macadamia nut uh, I'm uh, in the mixed when you get like the thing of mixed nuts pecans
3: I'm just a good old fashioned peanut guy. They're and I eat nice. and I eat the shells. Wow, T J that's really boring. I eat the shells. Wow, Eating
1: really eat the shells is kind of psychotic. Yeah.
3: It's good, it's fun. You need to get I you some it. you
0: need to get you some deep fried peanuts. I mean, Those things be... are awesome to eat with the shell.
3: Okay, I'll do it. No,
0: they're so gross, dude. Deep
3: fried. No, you're thinking of the wet ones. Boiled. Boiled, 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 yeah. Yeah. boiled nuts. Whatever that smell at Freedom Hall is, put it in my mouth.
1: German <laughs> roasted. We at just least. need to get German roasted T J <laughs> uh, did you see that Billy Richmond not going to sign in the early signing period? Many people thought he was going to be a cat.
3: Yeah, and Jaden Quaintance, it uh, looks like he's maybe not going to sign early either.
1: Sounds like it's all... Carter
3: Knox isn't going to sign early either. Like, hey, it's almost like UK is a team full of people that may leave for the draft, and people want to check that out. Don't uh, blame them at all.
1: Yeah, and also, um, I always think of nil in these situations. Well, maybe we can... So and I'll say this. Get that, some more money if we hold out a little bit.
3: And there's truth to that too. And also it's like how desperate our team's going to be. Are that's nil related, you know? Like, okay, Florida for Carter Knox. They may I don't even know if they're on their list. Jaden Quaintance. Um, again, I'm sure I'm butchering his last name. He's considering Florida. Florida's supposedly a sleeper in that. What if they just throw the bank at him in March because they just need some buzz for their program? Yeah, but can so Mike, love that can Mike waiting, White but it's get not that surprising. much money, though?
1: I don't think Mike White can get up the no bucks.
3: Mike White at Georgia.
1: No, no. He's the Florida head coach.
3: Mm-hmm. The analytic dork is now the Florida coach. So I don't think it's necessarily great news for UK, but you can't really blame them. Kentucky, like, I think that Dillingham, Wagner, Edwards – will be Brad, Bradshaw. I think those four are probably going to be gone. Uh, you got plenty to replace, but I don't blame these kids for wanting to kind of reevaluate the landscape. So it stinks for Kentucky, but it's not totally unsurprising.
1: Yeah. And I, I over the weekend, uh, Patrick, uh, Ngongba, he did the,
3: yeah, went to Duke, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I, I don't, sometimes some toes cereal has been falling out in OTE and you're, Still, even though acquaintance is going to push things back, you kind of like where they're at for that. So it's like,
3: UK gets Carter Knox if they want him. He's not going to Louisville. We know that.
1: I I appreciate that they're not even trying to convince themselves that that might be the case.
3: Texer says So now we have four border states to visit for fun goods Missouri, Virginia, Illinois, and Ohio. And that's good for Kentucky for people that want that in the state because we're going to have a similar sports gambling conversation. Why are people having to go across state lines and give them their money for something that we can do? here and recreational is our uh, medicinal is a step in the right direction
1: the um the to their point the, the big one will be if uh tennessee or indiana does because they take up the most real estate on the borders uh on ohio third biggest one so that was a, that was a nice nice ad congrats
3: um, to the folks of ohio
1: oh yeah pistachios is the winner oh yeah, that, that is yeah the those are great that's the best note. They're also fun to just kind of crack open. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they look like on a when they're plucked from the tree or the bush or whatever they're grown on. What are pistachios growing on?
3: No clue. I'd say a tree. No clue. Scooch, what do we have in the world of sports tonight? Wednesday night, no football. Uh, no NFL uh, football. That's a Ma-
0: great question. Maction. Ma-ction yeah. Old Which, Maction. Maction last night was awful. So mm. many
1: unders. Oh, no. So nothing, many unders. Nothing worse than a Maction under. Uh, NBA on ESPN, that's usually what takes up a lot of the real I want to say it was Louisiana. Bowling Green
0: in Ohio last
3: night. It was 3 nothing at halftime.
1: Uh, barn burner. It's like holy smokes.
3: Buffalo, Ohio. Buffalo, yeah. Akron, Miami tonight. You've got Bowling Green, Kent State, Eastern Michigan, Toledo. Toledo. Uh, just fart city in all those games. Over city, you mean. Basketball, because people forget that it is basketball season. Uh, we do have games Ooh, tonight.
1: Florida Atlantic versus Loyola Chicago. Chicago fighting Sister Jean. Florida Atlantic's Jean, number 10 in the country. Is Sister Jean going to be there? Who knows? It's nebulous.
3: The, the Jim Bayheim era, the non-Jim Bayheim era, starts at Syracuse. Wait, he finally left. Uh, they already played on Monday. And yeah, he's gone. And uh, Arizona State, Mississippi State. So only one ranked team plays tonight. It's FAU. Uh, maybe, so maybe, pretty, maybe catch up on some shows tonight. It's a, it's a show night, it sounds like. well Survivor enjoy. night. Yeah, Survivor. Woohoo!
1: Yeah, that episode last week was awesome, by the way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, It was a good one. Yeah. D- finally, that thing worked. That thing worked. Yeah.
3: Everybody it's been a week, Roush. You can give it, you can a give it away. A great Wednesday. Thanks for all the texting to the show. It was a fun one. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports oh, Radio, okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen.